every day in my head and my diary. Make sure at some point you call me a <laughs> I'm never not calling you a <laughs> I mean, it's a nice phrase. Yeah, it's okay when used in the right context vis-a-vis you. Okay. Are you recording right now? Yes. Of course you are. Welcome to Mominate. We're talking about <laughs> see you next Tuesday. So when I was in college, I was a theater major, and I went and worked at a regional theater in, I can't remember, somewhere out in Pennsylvania. And it was a blast, and all of the girls that were in the production were fantastic, and we had a really fun summer. It was very dirty dancing. And they included me, even though I was like the grungy stage manager, not performing. And we all read this feminist book called... And it was all about how the word used to be a nice compliment, and now it's not. <laughs> or that we should reclaim the word. I can't remember. I did a, like lot a lot of drinking that summer. Sounds like a rocking summer. <laughs> hey, let's, um, let's dress in flannel and discuss feminist theories. That's actually exactly how it went down. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you had like Zima, you know, in somebody's yep. Jansport. I saw West Side Story performed two times a day. Six days a week. I have it memorized. How the fuck are we friends? I don't know. Because of the play area at the mall. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, <laughs> then Katie and I seeing a bunch. Yeah. What is the topic for today? The topic today is things I can't wait for. Oh, there's so many that are things that I can't wait for. I mean, in life, there's a bunch of things that I can't wait for. But our our overreaching theme dials back to parenting. Well, right now, and I can't momming. wait to open up my second White Claw. Is it only your second? <laughs> I won't tell if God won't. <laughs> I think he will. So I have the first one, which I know is going to infuriate you. Because oh, you're in my little fashionista. Oh, dear. And I'm not. I'm wearing flannel right now. I was wearing flannel back in the day. I don't want to be buried, but if I was to be buried, I would want to be buried. Maybe like in this shirt. That That shirt. It's J. Crew, so it's fucking fancy. It's, <laughs> oh God, your definition of fancy is—it's fancy for me. It hurts. It hurts every part of my soul. I actually one time was wearing a different, and it's J. Crew Factory flannel <laughs> that is blue, and I feel like it looks a little like Little House on the Prairie, and I'm really cozy in it, and I'm really happy in it. And Jamie, my husband, was. Saying that somebody was coming over, and I was like, Oh, I'm gonna run in and get changed into something nicer. And I straight up went downstairs, walked into the closet, and picked out this shirt, which is a black and white exact replica of the other shirt. But I feel like black and white's like stepped up a level. How? I fucking believe it How to do be you true. Feel that? I don't know. I just feel like blue is like. Blue when you're talking about flannel is casual, and black and white flannel can be a little bit posh, like with a red lip. Oh my and god! Ear. <laughs> also, which god, I have all of those no words. red lipstick, nor do I have the knowledge on how to apply red lipstick. <laughs> if someone were to hand me a tube of it, I wouldn't know what to do with it. Um, I like how your definition of like, hey, let me be fancy, is just like black and white. My black and but white. But it's not flannel. even like a black, you know, like a white silk shirt and some black pants. It's just like black and white smashed into a shirt that I was buttoned. But I feel comfortable and powerful in it, so I'm wearing it, and I'd like to be buried in it. So if you're listening and you're the one burying me, 
go find my Jake Crew black and white flannel. Oh, don't worry. I, I wrote it down already. Oh, thank you. And we recorded it in, <laughs> in the murder. This is my living will. In the murder Episode room. nine is my living will in the murder room. And as much as I'm so sure everybody would be interested in your living will, do you want to go first? Yes. Things I can't wait for. Okay, so here's my high fashion thing I can't wait for. I cannot fucking wait to be like the mother of the bride or the aunt of the bride or the friend of the mom of the bride and wear the outfit where it's like all the same color and there's a little jacket that goes over with the beading and you're just like feeling fine and getting drunk with your pals and you don't give a fuck about any other detail. Yes. As a matter of fact, I feel like I should embrace that fashion choice now no I, no you should not i've got to go to a wedding in july and i'm wearing a mother of the bride modern mothers of the bride don't even want that fucking dress no nobody yeah right i get it modern mothers of the bride like are high fashion and look great. <laughs> people who think that a j crew factory shirt is fancy are like digging it i, I can't get it fucking wait. i understand yep. the logic behind it but i disagree with everything I about want that the like fashion freedom you're that beautiful comes- you just fucking show it off no, don't hide it in, in glitter lace. I'd actually, if J. Crew could make like a flannel formal dress that I could wear, that's like an, like make they this do, dress it's long like a tartan and like belt it up. It's a tartan. I, done. That's what I'm wearing. Oh, good. Game changer. Thanks, Claire. Fucking Amy Sedaris is wearing it. So <gasps> I love her. Yeah, there you go. Okay, solved your problem, there and I did it without pissing anybody off. Yay me. I mean, Amy Sedaris is probably pissed. And yeah, also fuck you, Amy Sedaris. Certainly listening. <laughs> There's no shot that she's not listening yeah. to this specific podcast. All right. What's something you can't wait for? All right. So, you know, I, I love Halloween. It's my favorite. Besides Christmas. And you always do such a great job with it. So I get it. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm pretty phenomenal in that respect. Yeah. But I adore going on haunted hayrides. It's like one of my favorite things to do. And yeah. I have not been able to do it since my little spawns came into this universe. Why? Our anniversary is October 16th. My birthday is November 4th. So if I'm if we're getting babysitters in the month of October slash early November, mm-hmm. it's going to be for those things. Right. You know? And Wait, are you talking about the haunted hay rides where like people drag you off and you're like screaming your head off and it's like terrifying? No, what the fuck are you talking about? Because that people dragging you off does not happen in a normal haunted hay ride. Yeah, no, I'm from Pennsylvania and they have ones you like go through a field and people like climb on and like pull people off. Oh, and no. It's terrifying. No, no, not that. No, I just want like to be on the hayride and to have people go through scenes where like a demented doctor is doing open heart surgery on a living patient. Or like a woman in her 30s wears a monochromatic dress to a wedding. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. All kinds of horrors. All manners of horrific things. Okay. And you're so, not going to choose to do that. Yep. No, I'm not going to choose it. It's just unfortunate timing. So I cannot wait until my kids are old enough that I can take them on those fucking haunted hay rides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't Don't wait. Don't take them in Pennsylvania. No. <laughs> I can imagine like telling Harry, dude, it's going to be so much fun. Like you're going to be right yeah. next to mommy and then like somebody pulls mommy off yeah. and he's all alone. On the- and like kills her in the woods. <laughs> kills Legit. me in the woods. Which I always knew was going to be my sticky end, but, you know, maybe not in front of my child. Yeah, just skip that one. That's one of the things that I can't wait for. Well, damn, now that, like, I've got a few other things that I can't wait for, but now that's triggered 
you saying like the things that you don't want to pay a sitter for. Now I'm thinking of all the First things. First off, I love triggering you. And second off, hold on one second. <laughs> <laughs> White claw number? White claw number two. Shut the fuck two? up. <laughs> two? Two with air quotes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I, I used to go to the movies all the time. I never go to the movies anymore because I'm not going to pay a sitter to then let me go sit in a room. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. What, what is the thing that you can't wait for? Is it to go to the movies? Pick one. You have to pick one. You're spinning off and I'm not I'm letting spinning you. spinning off. All right. Yeah, I mean, like, I missed the movies, but that's not the thing. The thing that I'm really excited about now that I just read about this week is I guess, like, there are these retirement homes that are identifying. I don't oh, give Katie. a fuck. Katie. I don't give a fuck. And you are going to listen to this. And we're going to be at these things together. So you should get excited. <laughs> retirement homes are realizing, like, sitting around and knitting and pulling your dick. Fucking like, sucks. in a rascal fucking blows. Besides, and Besides yeah, the dick thing. What's the quality of life? Yeah, I mean, allegedly pulling pulling your own dick feels great. I've never been, but I believe it. So <laughs> I'm gonna keep that in. Yeah, please do. I said it and I meant it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this retirement home that's having tea party raves for the no. yes, and I want to fucking go to one now. Wait, wait, I'll gently dance with these people. I think this could be like the new volunteering. So wait, 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 hold on. What you can't wait for is to go to I want like to a be super old cool at a, re- a retirement home. Village. I want you to live at the same one, and a few other choice people, who I will decide upon as I move through life. And I want to go to like a tea party rave where we've got like fanny packs on, our bulging bellies, and like white hair, and we're just like hop dancing to dead mouse. I'm not mad about that as long as I have no idea what I look like. If my sense of self-awareness is gone, I'm fucking in for that. So my friend Lindsay was over at our house the other day. Yeah. And she is, or was, she just had the baby. Welcome, Sadie Jean. Congrats, Um, Lindsay. Yay. But she she was, at the time, super, super pregnant. And so she runs this amazing floral event company called Larkspar Botanicals. And they were doing a setup for a New Year's Eve wedding. Okay. In this space before this wedding was a New Year's Eve party for a retirement village. <gasps> yes. And so her guy who was doing the setup for her was texting her pictures and video of these old people just rocking the fuck yes. out to this party. At 4 p.m. They were like, they were hanging. They were like, you know, trying to break down the party and they would just kept dancing. Oh, fuck yeah. So is that what you're talking about? Tea party rave. Yeah. Tea party rave. But I mean, they're literally like at noon, they're like putting out decaf Earl Grey and then putting on like fucking tunes and these people are jamming out. Okay. I can understand that. I'm, I'm with you on that. And it's not that I can't wait to be old, but I do love that we live in a world where people are like, yeah, you know what? Maybe like crocheting's not the only thing you can do. Agreed. To that end, my second one is I cannot wait until people feel obligated to sit and listen to my stories. (laughs) 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 Like sometimes I just need to talk to hear myself speak. That's the podcast. And you know, like people recovered. Oh, so good. People can politely excuse themselves, but when I'm like, this is not gonna be good. But you sit the fuck down and you shut the fuck up because Claire is talking. Is that what I'm gonna sound like? Because I feel like it's not. It's more like somebody will be like, "Man, it's cold today." I'm like, "Ah, let me tell you about the winter." 
of 2023. <laughs> the crops were dead. And my husband, he was at a poker game. Whole winter. Poker game. And then, well, you know what? My friend Janice came over. Like that winter that my friend Janice came over. And you have a southern accent. Okay. We're going to need to work on your memory. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> you forget that I'm from Virginia? No, I didn't forget, but you don't have a southern accent. Well, I will when I'm old. Okay. We'll see. I've decided this. I know that you're from Virginia. But I wasn't done with my story. I know. Keep going. My friend Janice. Oh, wait, but I'm not obligated. Exactly. There we go. So you shut the fuck up. That's what I was waiting for. Now, when I'm old, you just have to fucking sit there and listen to it. I mean, you'll be deaf, so you won't be listening to it anyway. (laughs) Young people are going to have to sit there and listen to my wisdom. I'll actually be the best listener you've got. Oh, yeah. I will describe every one of my hemorrhoids (laughs) to you. (laughs) Do you want to hear about my hemorrhoids now? No. (laughs) Do you want to hear about creepy kids? Yeah. <laughs> is it your turn to go first? It is. Uh, it's it. an odd number, so I feel like it's your turn to oh, go first. Really? Well, you started at one, and that's, that's how true. I remember. You do have a good memory. I do. What's my name? I want to say Bertrude. Bertrude. <laughs> Bert- Bertrude the flannel girl? We actually didn't introduce ourselves. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm Katie Jones. <laughs> and I'm Claire Berrios. And now we're going to tell you some scary shit that kids have said to our mom friends. And our mom enemies. I have none. That you know of. Okay. So I'm going to start with my favorite one. Obs. Okay. Delia wrote in and said, my four-year-old daughter said to me once, mommy, they're looking at me. I felt my whole body go weak, and then she pointed to our outlet cam, and it turned out my husband was looking at it through the was looking at us through it, and the light had turned red. So I was scared shitless, and my daughter just was like, "Hey, that's Daddy." <laughs> I love this story because now we have all these technological features where we could scare the flying fuck out of ourselves well especially because you know not to get all paranoid but people are breaking into yeah people are like hacking your nest exactly yep and like talking to your kids and everything it's like when people used to accuse toys toy manufacturers of like lacing horrible messages and talking toys but instead it's just live strangers in your house yes Remember in The Little Mermaid when, like, one of the water splashes was actually shaped like a penis? That's a true story. (laughs) I can't. I don't see. (laughs) Hold on. I'm I'm hung up on this. How did the Hogwarts train of thought work there? Because you just said, like, people were fucking around with toys and putting scary messages in toys. Oh, that's how. the animators at Disney were putting penises. Side note. How much of a fucking bop is poor unfortunate souls. I've decided that if I ever do a lip sync competition, I'm doing that. It's like like a good song. Oh, uh, like okay. It's one of the greatest songs of all time. I and whoever the woman it. is that sang that in the movie brought down the house. It's true. And also, I never really felt like Ursula was that horrible of a character. I feel like she's pretty horrendous. I mean, she's killing She's trying people. to take over King Triton's whole kingdom. Nobody's a little bit of a, you know, Oh, God, he's fucking hot is what he is. Wow. Come on. You don't see, you don't get turned on by that <laughs> animated character. 
Yeah, that like upper body of Santa, jacked Santa, and then Sorry, the bottom half's a fish. Who doesn't want to fuck that? How <laughs> how is Jack Santa not appealing to you? He's literally the most appealing character in Christian culture. That plus he's hot. Isn't Jesus the most appealing character? No, fuck Jesus. No way. No way. It's Santa all the way. Reason for the season. Pecs. <laughs> Um, no, I've never had a, I've never had a sexual thing for Santa. And I also. I haven't either, but Santa's also not ripped. Clearly you have. Santa's not ripped. King Triton's ripped. And you're super pumped about that. I'm pretty pumped about it. I won't lie. (laughs) I really love this revelation. Because it's not embarrassing to me. Usually the embarrassing revelations are all Katie. But this one is claire i'm not embarrassed in the least king triton's goddamn hot were we done with your story or (laughs) yeah no we've gone down a really deep rabbit hole too deep a rabbit hole to get back out um yeah you can do one i'm also gonna sit here and think about like king triton there you are yeah okay you go okay audrey 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 writes in and she says my two-year-old during dinner two nights ago which by the way this was like a while ago so it wasn't actually two nights ago with the whole family looked to the side where no one was standing that we could see and said sit here sit down nana we all freaked and my other one when he was little and around the same age would wake up crying and scream about the quote-unquote the circles and you're standing in them (gasps) he's five now and doesn't remember but it freaked us out like, did she get into, like, Nana, like, was Nana passed, or, like, sh- did she specify anything like that? I'm assuming that the fact that she w- was saying this was a creepy story, that Nana wasn't okay. just in the living room. She wasn't just, you know, yeah. hanging out, and it was like, no, sit, sit next to me, Nana, for dinner. What about the circles? I know, the circles is what captures me about this. What I, were they? I know, what were the circles? Where were the circles? Were they circles of light? Were they circles to the pits of hell? Was the kid just like really into pattern geometry. management? Yeah, geometry is the he word. He like, please don't for. stand on the circles on the linoleum in our kitchen. I mean, maybe, but I feel like a kid could explain that. Yeah, would dive into it versus just like being remaining mysterious. Yeah, just like freaking out about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. You know. I love it. It's just so open-ended. That's actually, this is perfect because the next one that I have is Uriel. And she said, a couple of months ago, my 22-month-old started pointing at the camera in his room and calling it Nana. And every morning he says, bonjour, Nana. And every night he says, bye, Nana. What? Yeah. Okay, Does are they French? Like, do they speak French? She didn't specify. I wish people would provide more detail. I know. I want like in-depth like, we don't speak French. I don't know any words of French. Why does my daughter know how to say bonjour, nana? And by the way, it's Mimon and grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody else nana. No, that's super creepy. It's It's creepy because it's the camera. Yeah. And it's creepy because of the French. Right. And the consistency. And the consistency. That's a fucking triple threat there. Uh Uh-huh. I guess... It's also like, how long did this go on for? You I know. know. If it was like a day or two, then I could write it off. But if it was 
a consistent thing, I believe, for like two weeks or more, then that would really concern me. I mean... In the best possible way. She says every morning, he says, and every night. This is like a consistent thing. And he might have just named the camera Nana. Could be. But maybe Nana's like hanging out by the camera. You know, my other friend Lindsay, her daughter, actually also named Sadie. <laughs> she uh, gendered her camera. Okay. So I, I forget. I think it was he. I forget. Whatever. But she kept saying like, he's looking at me or he's watching me. Yeah. I mean, it could have been like a nothing, but but it also could have been, could have been a haunted. <laughs> we were not on the same page there. <laughs> Would have been really good if we were if we were able to pull that off, but sadly we were not. Okay, do you want to hear my next one? Yeah, baby. Okay, so this is from Morgan. All right, and Morgan said I was waiting outside the bathroom for my three-year-old to finish. And I heard her quietly say, hi, how are you? Oh, my God. Then she paused and she said, oh, I'm fine. I opened the door and said, who are you talking to? She looked confused and then said, no one. Can we just dive into this for a second? Okay. So one, Morgan has a child that's three that does not need help in the bathroom. So well done, Morgan. I know. Morgan, congratulations. Props. The fact that you could wait outside means you're an excellent parent. Yeah, it doesn't always necessarily happen in my house. So anyway, what I like about this is a couple of things. The first is she says it quietly. Yeah, she was just having a chat. Yeah, exactly. And then also the confused part. When the mom comes in. Yeah. And she's, I know, I know. <laughs> we got new boom arms for our mics and they are not working out. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> so you're going to have to please just forgive us for the spring noises. Where was I going? What was I saying? We were talking about how she was quiet. She wasn't performing. Oh, yeah. But then the other thing is when she looked confused when yeah. the mom came in. It wasn't like she looked she was trying to hide something. It yeah, was she just was like... like did she, or did she like wake up out of a reverie because she was being haunted? Oh, was she possessed? <gasps> I don't know. Possession bothers me. I don't want to think about that. No, I think but she's just taking a wee and having a chat. Having a chat with yeah. like a ghost, like a friend, a just ghost like friend. hanging out in the bathroom, like a Charlie Brown ghosty pal. If you could haunt any room in your house, what Ooh. would it be? Wait, am I dead or am I just like fucking with people? Okay, I said haunt, which means you're dead. Would it be this murder room? Kitchen. Oh. It's my favorite right. room. Okay. Although I might get like food envy because I'm dead and I'm mm. assuming I can't eat the things. Mm -hmm. Unless it's like Dia de los Muertos where I like, I can't eat the things if you put the things at my grave. You've thought about this, I can see. No, I just saw Coco. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe more than. 20 times <laughs> i have to say the um all of the coco songs get in my head oh it's such like real there's such earworms we, we won't go they're down this rabbit hole oh i like i like bops <laughs> stop trying to make bops happen oh bops is definitely happening oh mm. anyway i love that story because it's got a lot of elements that are really appealing and that you can't necessarily explain away as just kids being dicks katie's 
viewpoint is always they're fucking with us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want to hear my next one? Because mm-hmm. this one's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bernadette. Beautiful name, Bernadette. I love the name Bernadette. It was actually in my top five for I... Georgina's. Um, okay. So Bernadette wrote in, when we bought our first house, the man that had owned it had passed a year or so before in the hospital. But he was super well-known and super well-loved in the neighborhood, and I don't think his spirit wanted to leave. Oh, Bernadette, I feel like you're a sweetheart. I like you already. My daughter what a was, compassionate way to start this story. Right? I loved how she wrote that. My daughter was just three years old, and he told me that a man who looked like her ta, who she has in quotes, my dad. T-A? Like ta? Ta. That's what they call her That's dad. Cute. Ta was, uh, but was a bit older. Was playing peekaboo at her. I heard his footsteps in slippers shuffling across the floor when we first move in, moved in. Oh. So I totally believed her. Maybe there's truth to it. That is so sweet. Yeah. So Bernadette bought a house from. A person who had passed, and she thinks that his spirit is shuffling around in his slippers and playing peekaboo with her daughter. <sighs> you know I have, I'm like a sucker for like a grandpa story. I know, and a grandpa ghost is like the most comforting thought in the world. It's like, so comforting. One that's just like shuffling about in his slippers and playing peekaboo with the three-year-old. But it also means that he's comfortable too. Like he's like doing what he did when he was alive. Yeah. And like he's enjoying himself. He doesn't want to scare anybody. He just like wants to fucking hang. Yeah. And everybody loved him when he was around. Also. Sounds like an awesome fucking dude. His ghost outfit includes slippers. Which is fucking bomb. When now I immediately assume that he's got like a smoking level, like soupy, super cozy robe situation. Oh, yes. Maybe an I ascot. pictured that too. Well, yep. I didn't go like classy. I, I, I just went with like. Which fleece. is ironic because I want to wear flannel to weddings. But yeah, my grandpa ghost is posh. Oh, my grandpa ghost has like emphysema and like a fleece robe. <laughs> Is it me? <laughs> my grandpa ghost might be you. <laughs> you did give me slippers for Christmas. No. What the fuck? All right, I fine. gave it's, you socks. It's there, but they're slippers. They're pod socks. No, they are fucking not. They've slippers got the grippies shoes. on the bottom. They're slippers. They're socks with grippies. They're socks. I don't want to go down this road. They're socks. <laughs> They're socks that you wear while podcasting. Pod Legally. socks. Legally, that's what the trademark's for. Well, I did scratch out readings. They're called reading socks. <laughs> and I scratched it out and wrote pod socks. They're fleece line. They're really comfortable, but they're also fucking slippers. No. They're just really tall slippers. Oh, my God. I'm going to take them the fuck back. <laughs> You can get them from my cold, dead body. We're in a murder room. Speaking of cold, dead bodies. Yes. This grandpa ghost. <gasps> yeah. So the peekaboo thing is also really cute. So sweet. Because it could be really, that could actually also be very um, threatening. Like I could see peekaboo being kind of a little bit threatening or a little bit scary. Yeah. But not if she's associating the ghost with, with her, her actual exactly grandpa. Exactly, with her actual grandpa. This is a sweetheart ghost story. I really like this story. Because all the, you know, we get a lot of like fucking. Scaring the fuck up, out of me. Yeah, yeah. Fucked up stories. And yeah, this one's really like 
Oh, Ta so and the grandpa ghost in the ascot robe and slippers with your shoes. I really like that. If you take nothing else away from this podcast episode, understand the difference between socks and slippers. Also, King Triton is fucking ripped. Oh, yeah. Also, Claire wants to bone King Triton. <laughs> <laughs> I could be fucking queen. Yeah. I could be queen of the queen of the sea. Oh. Under the sea. <laughs> Darling, it's better. Downwards, wetter. Take it from me. <laughs> I know all the words. So can... I feel like it's a little cultural appropriation for me to sing it like that, but I'm going to do it anyway. Just sing it with a southern accent. Darling, it's better. Down where it's wetter. Take it from me. <laughs> Up on the shore, they work all day. Out on the sun, they sleep. I can't. You can't. Just <laughs> Out on the sun. wait so do you have any more scary stories for me i actually have a follow-up to mara's excellent elizabeth caden story oh my god from last time yes yes just to remind everybody if you haven't listened to last week's episode mara submitted a story that was about her daughter playing this character called elizabeth caden yeah and saying things that you know a young child would never say like oh it's ever so hot heavens to betsy heaven well she said ever so hot we added the heavens to betsy she so this is a follow-up to this story so somebody responded to Mara and she said, you know, did you ever try to see if there was an Elizabeth Caden who lived at your house or, yeah, you know, even in the town? And um, Mara responded and said, I tried at some point, but there were a billion ways to spell Caden, you know, C-A-D-E-N, K-A-D-E-N, C-A-Y-D-A-N. Right. So, you know, whatever it is. At some point, I did find an obit for an Elizabeth Caden in New Jersey. But I can't remember how I spelled the last name. I can't seem to find it again. Hmm. Which we all assumed was going to be the end of this thread. (gasps) But my neighbor, Allie, actually found the obituary. What the fuck? So wait, I just have to read you some of this because this woman sounds fucking awesome. Elizabeth Caden, we know who you are. And... This was not in New Jersey. It was in Tennessee. Ever so hot. It's ever so hot. Whoa, this is crazy. I know. I know. This is crazy. Are you serious? So this was the obituary for Elizabeth Vander. Adorable. Caden. Elizabeth Vander Caden, 93. Passed away Tuesday, August 1st, 2006 in Knoxville. She was born in, I'm going to butcher this, Scheidem, which was the Netherlands. Okay. Scheidem. And was the widow of Willem Vander Caden. Elizabeth and her husband were active in the underground during the Second World War. Oh, my God. When the Nazis occupied and oppressed the country. Mm. They sheltered a Jewish toddler who was given in their care when the child's parents were deported to the death camps at Auschwitz. Oh, my God. Elizabeth took a great deal of personal risk when she and her husband decided to protect the little girl they named Sonia. People caught helping the Jews often met the same fate. After the war, it became evident that the child's parents, grandparents, aunts, and uncles were killed in concentration camps. Uh She and her husband then became her foster parents. 
Her name will be added to the list of righteous Gentiles, a memorial at the Holocaust Museum in Israel. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Isn't that amazing? But it gets better. In 1952, Elizabeth, her husband, and Sonia started a new life in the United States. The three settled in New Jersey. Oh, my God. Where she took a position in the local high school cafeteria. She subsequently learned to speak English and obtained her dietitian's license. Wow. Several years later, she became a school crossing guard with the Park Ridge, New Jersey school system. Oh, Elizabeth. God, I love this. Can we talk about the fact that we had a... I mean, how many of these people are walking around that were just like heroic, incredible people? I and then know. they're like the school crossing guard. Mm-hmm. And then they're like an awesome ghost. She's the cafeteria lady. She's the school crossing guard. Oh, Elizabeth, I wish I could meet you. And then an amazing ghost for Mara's daughter to to vibe with. Wow, I cannot fucking believe the follow-up on that story. Isn't that incredible? Good job, Mara. Good Good job, job, Allie. Good job, Elizabeth. Good job, Elizabeth. Way to be. Oh, my God. Have I devastated you emotionally? Well, I mean... Oh, of course. More than usual. Yeah. <laughs> more than we usually are at the end of these podcasts. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm feeling all the feels. It's a really sweet story. And then I'm also, you know, thinking about a little toddler wandering around. But thankfully found. Hey, Sonia. Sonia found Elizabeth and Willem. As sad as Sonia's beginning was, she wound up okay. Yes, she did. Wow. Mm-hmm. I guess I win the podcast this week. Yeah. Fuck. That's a beautiful story. I know. Elizabeth, if you can hear this, you're a rock star. Oh, that's sweet. I love her. I love her too. I love that she was a school crossing guard. I know. I feel like you're dressed as a school crossing guard. Oh, what the fuck? (laughs) I do not have an orange vest on, but I would love one. I'll be a killer. You know what? I'm totally, like, once the kids are in school, I'm going to be like, fuck yeah, I'll do, like, cross-guard work. Mm-hmm. That or lumberjack, you'd be well attired for either. Talk shit all you want. I'll, I mean, I won't cut down a tree because I love trees, but, like, I could swing an axe. And as I mentioned earlier, I know how to weld. So y'all can <laughs> suck my dick. <laughs> I can do the things. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you have a story about some creepy shit that your kid has said or another kid, anybody else's kid, or you as a kid, you okay? Yeah, I think, yeah, keep going. (laughs) Then write us at momonistpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Check us out on Instagram at the momonist. And we also have a Facebook page, Momonist Podcast. And um, if you're digging the podcast, share it. Please rate it, review it. Tell us how amazing and we if are. And you sent content in, thank you. We're loving this. Exactly. You. So much fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's okay. <sighs> I'm still on Elizabeth. Oh, no. I love her. I'm going to have to mop you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if your kid says creepy shit, mm-hmm. don't let it bother you. But don't turn around. Repetitive. Repetitive. Oh, she's so fucking critical. She makes this like a big moment and then I get all nervous. (laughs) Do it again. 
Momness was created and produced by Claire Barrios and Katie Judge and written by your weirdo children. <laughs>